0: <laughs> and all the people said amen yeah. amen amen i i i like to see people sing like that you know you uh, keep trying to turn stop the song but it just keeps on going over and over amen 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 to this great great pastor we have a mutual admiration thing going on here, and I need to say this to him before I say anything else considering your love your care and your concern for this church and the people of God I don't even have the words to express how honored I am to be here with you and New Mission. Thank you so very, very much. Amen. Amen. Because, see, I know you. You could have done this yourself. And they would have still been blessed. Amen. Amen. So, we're just honored to be here tonight. Glad to see Pastor Mabry, and, amen, and uh, have two of our associate ministers with me tonight. Appreciate that ever so much. I better mention my wife. I want to go home when I get finished here, <laughs> amen. And some of our members are here, and I appreciate, appreciate their presence also. I want this choir to know I just love to hear y'all sing. <laughs> Amen. Y'all want? Y'all want to sing some more? Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. My 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 my. Amen. Our text for these three nights will be found in the Book of Hebrews, chapter twelve, for yes, yes, the first two verses, and they read this way. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight yes, sir. Yes, sir. and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Thank you so much. Looking looking unto Jesus. I don't know whether or not you might have watched a television show that was on some years ago. It was called The Amazing Race. Uh, It took different teams of people and had them run from one uh, exotic location to another. And the goal was to try to be the first to arrive at the final destination. It it was kind of a crazy show, as most reality TV shows are, but its premise, the idea behind the show, it contained a symbolism that was applicable to the race that we all must run called life. Uh, I think you'll agree with me, life is one amazing race. It begins with a process called birth, and it ends with the culminating event called death. And between those two momentous events is where we all find ourselves right now. All of us find ourselves right now somewhere in the middle. Amen. I think that we are aware that Death is stalking all of us, amen. Uh, we have indications that um, the journey won't be as long as it used to be. We uh, can't see like we did, see as good as we did last year, amen. When we try to do a little exercise it, doesn't last as long as it used to. Despite some of our efforts, silver hairs gather around our temples, <laughs> amen. amen. Seems like the illnesses last longer now, amen, and aches in our joints. <laughs> <laughs> They are more intense than they used to be. And uh, this old earthly tent is decaying, and there is nothing we can do to prevent its decay. Um, Most of us have been introduced to a thing called mortality. Mortality. Amen. Even if we were not prepared for the meeting. I've come to the conclusion I don't know what the future holds. But I am trying to make better choices. Amen. About how I want to live out The days that I have allotted. I told somebody the other day I've had so many birthdays. Amen. Amen. So many birthdays I'm trying not to count no more. Amen. But at this point in my life, the issue is not about more time. It's not about more time. That's not my uh, main concern. Uh, but my issue now, right now, is what I heard the old saints say in the church. Uh, my request is a reasonable portion of health and strength. In addition to that, I am asking for intimacy with God. Uh, I'm reminded of it in the words of this song. We used to sing, just a closer walk with thee, amen. Granted, Jesus, if you please, amen. The process of life and how we live it is so extremely important. It is so serious because where we spend eternity will depend on how we run this amazing race. And the Bible makes sure that we understand that when it comes to this race and the running of it, the race is not given to the swift, nor the strong but he that endureth to the end amen in other words in other words what what matters most is not how you begin the race Uh, the irony is what matters most is how you finish And you you know, we've all seen a lot of people just take off real good at the beginning, you know? Yeah, they were on fire, they were thrilled, uh, um, with a, a, a fire about them. But we gotta spread the word now that more important how you begin is how you finish because in between starting and finishing you're going to run into all sorts of interruptions amen amen you're going to go through things unexpected things things that cannot be planned uh, painful situations amen um, you go through um, things that you wished you didn't have to, and sometimes you go through them more than once. Amen. Painful yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. situations. Amen. Amen. And then you discover uh, quite by accident that there is uh, a benefit in the pain. You, you, that usually comes along later on. You, you don't discover that in the midst of your pain. But sometime later on, you discover that what you went through uh, was good for you. Yes, Amen. And, and that's a great thing because it's, it's sort of a shame to, to just hurt and get nothing out of it. Yes, Amen. Look like we ought to get something out. I mean, we just got to go through something. Let's Let's make sure if we get something out of you know. Don't want to do all that hurting and hollering for nothing, you know. Amen. But our God is so awesome that he accomplishes in our life and through our life, through the processes of pain. Pain is an uncomfortable situation, but we grow through it. And every time you grow, uh, you have to experience some pain, amen. amen. Uh, we, we've been talking about that, St. Mark, we've been trying to spread the definition of growth. Uh, growth uh, means that something don't fit no more. Amen, amen. 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 Um, um, my mother Used to take me to the shoe store when I was the baby youngest in the family, and she would take me to the shoe store, and um, she would always, we would always uh, disagree. But um, she would have the man bring a size, pair, a pair of shoes, a size large, and I said, "No, mama, that's that's, that's that won't fit." That won't fit. That's that's too large. And so she would take her thumb and press down the front of the shoe. And see, I I, I tell her, see, I told you that, that wouldn't fit. That's that's too big. She said, no boy, you don't understand. So she said, you gonna wear the shoe. I'm gonna buy the shoe, okay? And the reason I'm getting this shoe a size too large is because you're going to grow. You're going to grow, okay? And I'm not going to keep running back and forth with you to the shoe store. huh? I'm going to work this thing in advance and give you room to grow. Amen. You know, God works like my mama. Um, He he will allow you to see that some things in your life that used to fit don't fit no more. Uh, And you try to squeeze them and do everything you can to get in them, but reality comes and honesty comes back and say you know now that that thing might have used to fit me at one time but i've outgrown it why don't you give god a hand for the stuff you've outgrown amen Amen. james says in chapter one and verse number two he says brethren count it all joy when you fall into various or diverse trials, he says, count it all joy. Yeah. Now he doesn't say that it's going to be joy, but he says, reckon it, yeah. perceive of it as joy. Okay? Now there's a reason why you can't count while you can rather count it joy, and that is because you are connected with God. And you know that whatever it is, you're going to make it through. Yes. Amen. Amen. You're not rejoicing when you see a test or a trial come into your life. Right. The reason you can count it all joy is because trouble does not come to last. Yes. Amen. Amen. Sweet of the, full, the sweetest four words in the Bible are, it came to pass. Yes. It, it, it didn't come to stay, it came to pass. Amen. And the Bible teaches us, and experience teaches us, that you know that it's not what you come to, but it's what you come through. And the testing of your faith produces patience, patience, endurance, endurance, hope, and hope maketh not a shame. Amen. But you don't get endurance by reading books. And you don't get endurance by listening to CDs or tapes. You develop endurance by being in difficult situations. Amen. And having to stay there until it toughens you to the degree that you can deal with it. When you've gone through a certain amount of pain after you've cried, amen, amen, amen. And that's why we have to be careful in our relationships with each other, amen. People begin to take you for granted sometimes because they know your history. But uh, remember, you may know somebody's history, but that doesn't mean you know their destiny amen amen some of us have had to go through the school of hard knocks and graduated from the University of adversity amen amen there are those some even in this house now that have gone forth sowing in tears and know what it means to reap in joy in this passage of scripture the, the Hebrew writer tells the Christians. Of the first century to be aware of how they run this race as Christians even in our century we we believe that the Bible teaches us that we still need to be ever so cautious and careful about this amazing race of life have you ever noticed that Jesus taught very little about heaven Actually, he taught very little about heaven, but he taught a, taught a great deal about things that help us to become more effective in our lives here on earth. Amen. Amen. It was as if he says, if you take care of the things of earth, heaven will take care of itself. Amen. And so we've made the tragic mistake over the years of trying to pray and, and believe and so forth in order to make heaven our home, when in reality, our emphasis ought to be trying to make our homes more heavenly. Yeah. Amen, amen. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus says that I have come that you might have life now yeah. Yeah. and have it more abundantly now but he also includes in chapter 11 verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him and this word diligently means hard work. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yes, you must first believe that He is. And I have told you that to believe is not just an emotion. Amen. Uh, to believe means to commit to. Yes, Amen. Amen. You believe that He is, that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Now what does he reward? Amen. He does not just reward anything. He rewards those who diligently seek him. See, God is steadily and consistently calling us out of the comfort zone. Amen. Because we were brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. And what a time, my God, my God amen amen and so we need to understand that um, I believe that we will either do what God calls us to do by design or by default amen 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 I also believe that the most important um, one of the Beatitudes is the fourth one the fourth Beatitude says blessed are those who do hunger, and thirst after righteousness, yes, for they shall be filled. See, see, God requires, and he deserves, don't you think, excellence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, excellence, yes, excellence. Now, let me try to define excellence for you. Excellence is doing the best you can on the level where you are. Yes, see, your excellence may be greater than mine. Amen. But it's doing the best we can where we are. So you can't function on a level that you are not. Amen. No, but you can do the best you can right where you are. Amen. If you're really hungry, amen. That's what will take place if you have that hunger and thirst after righteousness. If you really want to grow, you've got to be hungry. You've got to be hungry. I love to see hungry folk come to church. Amen, amen, amen. We have a lady in our membership, uh, Pastor Venters. Uh, when she gets happy, she don't look at the clock. She just, gets, she just takes her time. And she is oblivious to anybody else in the room. And if it takes 25 minutes, she's going to get her praise on. Amen. She ain't looking at nobody else, because for this moment, there's nobody there but her and Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's what happens when you get hungry. You're glad to be in the service. One more time, amen, amen. Now, we need some hungry folk because as quiet as the cap, don't tell nobody, but we got some folk running on empty. Don't tell everybody now. They don't want nobody to know it. But they're running on empty. And life will drain, life will pull the joy out of you, oh yeah, yes it will, it'll write a frown across your face, it'll do that to you if you're not careful, amen, 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 amen. You're doing the routine but not reaping anything from it, amen. You're coming to church but not getting anything out of it, running on empty, amen. Amen, amen. You got to get the hunger back. Yes. I, I personally believe that uh, the more you're going through, the louder you are the holler. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. to holler. Amen, amen. I need to hear you if I can't see you. Yes. A- yes. Amen, amen, yes. amen, yes. amen, amen. Uh, old folk used to say, we're part of that noisy crowd. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we got to be hungry for our purpose and our dream to be realized. Amen. Now we need to talk about focus because we're talking about looking unto Jesus. Now, focus can be defined this way it's learning how to give more time to fewer things. Amen. Give more time to fewer things. Amen. Amen. See, when you focus, you discover that focus will keep you, your will strong toward an intended purpose. And that focus creates intensity. Amen. 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 Focus is not about what you tune out. It's about what you concentrate on. Amen. So there are times that it is simply that you have to concentrate on what God has given you in your life. Amen. 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 Have to learn how to discern, amen, in the times that we are living in presently. Amen, amen, yeah. Now, if you wanna determine where a person's focus is, uh, you can do it by observing three things, their time, their energy, and their money. Amen. You take a look at how a person spends their time, spends their energy, and spends their money and you'll be able to tell without asking where their focus is, amen, amen. You'll be able to know without asking any questions where their real devotion is, amen, amen. And whatever you focus on is gonna get stronger, amen. If you're focusing on a sin, that sin is gonna get stronger in your life. The grip will get stronger in your life. Focus on a talent or a gift or an ability that God gives you. And that gift, that ability will get better. Focus on and determine on what you see. Amen. But a broken focus will always lead to neglect. Amen. 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 Now, here's the irony. Have you ever noticed we don't have a problem getting focused? Isn't that amazing? The focus, the problem is not on getting focused. The problem is on staying focused. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not hard to get us excited. Uh, really not hard to get us excited. What's difficult is to keep us uh, excited. Amen, amen, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's determined. Evil is determined by a purpose, and evil always has a purpose, and that is to draw you away from that godly purpose in your life. A- amen, 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 amen. That, that, uh, so we need to ask questions about things that occur in our life. Is this thing drawing me closer to God, or is it pulling me farther away from God? Is it helping me to fulfill my God-ordained destiny? Or is it a delay in my life? Is it a distraction to you? Is it causing you to lose your focus? See, if the devil does not get you by pollution, he gets you by dilution. It's either pollution or dilution. Amen, amen, yeah, if, if he can't add something to your life that'll, that'll aid in you becoming illusion um, focused then he'll try to dilute. Amen. He'll try to water down your convictions. Amen. Your values and your principles. Amen. He changes people from who they really are. Called to be through pollution, pollution or dilution so if once if someone comes to you in your life or uh, your relationships and you start getting weaker something is wrong yeah. amen you're moving in the wrong direction uh, one one pastor wrote down he he did an acrostic on the word focus he says F stands for first things first he said O stands for other things second he said c stands for cut out the unimportant and he says u stands for unity behind vision and he says s stands for stick with it amen stick with it amen amen and and so so we have to understand my brothers and my sisters that we've got to be focused on this journey amen amen we have such a great heritage I'm so glad that the writer he directs our attention to chapter 11 all of those great individuals in the 11th chapter of Hebrews and all of those verses that begin in the same always by faith by faith amen all the way down the list by faith faith amen 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 and so he he uses that before he takes us to chapter 12 amen and after he says looking unto jesus then he begins and says now after you're looking you need to be seeing so he says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher by faith wherefore seeing Now, he says, the ones that I want you to see are the ones that great cloud, that great cloud of witnesses, those ones in the the stands cheering us, cheering us on, amen, telling us that the fight is worth it, that the journey is worth it. And knows we get tired sometimes and frustrated sometimes, but keep on running the race. Keep on running the race. There's always going to be obstacles that come to prevent you from doing what you need to do. But whatever you do, keep on running the race and run it well. Amen. Run this race well. It's a race worth running. Amen. And he says, now, if you're going to run this race, there has to be some preparation, some things you've got to lay aside. Lay aside okay those things that would hinder us they have to be laid aside amen I understand biblically in those days the writers used to strip down before they would get on the track to run amen and so the writer is telling us that the same thing in a sense has to be done that we have to determine what really matters in my life what not only what am I living but what am I living for Ah, so so it's some decisions that have to be made, amen, as they run this race of life. He says that lay aside every weight. Now, it, weights, are not, weights are not necessarily bad things. See, the devil can use good things to keep you from doing what God wants you to do, amen, amen. But he says we have to lay those things aside, amen. Lay those things aside so that we can prepare to run this race, to run this race. Now he says the race was set before us. Now uh, what he's saying is, is that um, the race, other words, the lanes were set before us. And essentially what he's saying is, God assigns each one of us a lane to run in. Amen. A lane to run in. And of course, that 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 says to all of us that as you run, stay in. (laughs) Stay in your lane. Amen. Amen. And don't be trying to run looking over in my lane. I mean (laughs) That, that ain't your lane. You, you got you to run in your lane, amen. It's gonna be, be be like me trying to get on one of them instruments. Now, you talking about a mess, that would be a mess. That's not my lane, okay? So he says, run the race that is set before us, amen. It was not by design, it's already been set, amen already been set but then then another fascinating thing was he says and the sin I, I had to spend some time with this the sin that doth so easily beset you and um, every one of us got uh, that sin, huh yeah, yeah, um, that one that um, we fight hard against. Okay, but um, every time we think we finished with it, it comes back again. Okay, one writer referred to it as the Achilles' heel. It's that. It's that weakness. The one we never talk about its that weakness, okay, that seems to have some insight into us, our weaknesses, our areas of weakness, and knows how speedily and quickly uh, to hit the target, okay? And he says, that's, that's the one you got to be careful of. That's the one you got to keep your eye on, Okay? That, that's that's the one uh, that he says we've got to deal with okay um, and so my brothers and my sisters uh, the race is is difficult the, the race is an amazing journey but if we're going to make heaven our home we've got to run this race amen amen Amen. Got to run this race. Now understand that it is possible to run the race in vain. Amen. Amen. To run the race in vain. We want to be extremely careful. Amen. That does not happen to us. Amen. We want to make sure that as we run this race, we're running it for the benefit of ourselves and others. Amen. Finally, you've got to understand that there are those watching you as you run this race. Amen. And you discover, if you're careful, that uh, you're not just running for yourself. Amen, not just running for yourself. There are those who are watching you, okay? Those who um, um, God uses, okay? Somebody said, we are sometimes the only Bible that someone will read, and we want to make sure they don't need a revised version. Mm-hmm. Yeah we, we want to run want to run carefully Yeah we want to run carefully I think I found the perfect Starting place For running this race It's called home If the people who live with you every day Can see some God in you You, you you're doing all right When I first went to St. Mark, Pastor Venice, um, there was a member of our church, and her husband used to bring her to church every Sunday morning, and he would pull up to the corner of Holland and Dorchester, almost push her out the car, and take off. And I made up my mind, I said, I'm going to get it, okay? So sure enough, one time he came, and he didn't time the light right. And the the light caught him, the light caught him. And so I said, brother, 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 pull over a minute. He pulled over and rolled the window down. I said, listen, uh, why you uh, always uh, bring your wife to church but uh, you don't come in? He said, well, if uh, that woman you see at church, if uh, that woman came home, you might see me in church. Amen. Let's, let's, let's start at home. Let, how about it? Let, let's start at home. Now, there's no other woman in Cincinnati that knows I'm saved. I want Valerie Farrell to know that God is at work in my life and vice versa. Amen. I want a saved wife cooking for me. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Amen, amen.